All right, people, welcome to Pips Creek, the cafe, a podcast where you can order your favorite drink, sit at our table, and listen to some slightly intense but definitely worthwhile conversations. A podcast where you can drink, listen, and converse. Today, I am joined once again in the cafe by Christian. Say hello, Christian, to the people. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, here at the Peeps Creek Cafe, we always have conversations that center around drinks. Um, and today, I am going to switch it up just a little bit. I am currently making me a Jack and Coke, but since I am on keto, I am only doing literally like mm, a, like a pepper splash of um, Coke. And what are you drinking on, Christian? On the same thing, but a regular Jack and Coke. With all those calories. Mm-hmm. And all, all those carbs. Not on keto. <laughs> Not on keto. All right. And <clears throat> for those of you who are over the age of 21, if you want to grab you a adult beverage, feel free to do so. And for those of you who are under the age of 21, or for those of you who just don't feel like drinking today, you can get you some water, get you some tea, get you some coffee, get you some hot cocoa. Or if you want to get some apple juice or even some lemonade, you can go ahead and get that because we serve that here at the cafe. All right, people, are you ready to get into conversation, Christian? For show. Oh, show. All right, and so we are going to go to the conversation. <clears throat> so, what's on the menu today at Peeps Creek? But before I do that, I need to make sure that I mix this up appropriately because I didn't know this splash. Hot stuff coming up. And on the menu today is Christian. What's on the menu today? The insecure effect. The insecure effect. For those of you who don't know, the menu is the topic. <laughs> All right. So before we get to um, the topic of the day, for those of you out there who are looking at us on the extra video, by the way, you can look at the videos on YouTube. I think the channel is just called Peeps Creek Podcast um, on YouTube. Go ahead, look at them, blah, blah, blah. Um, but if you see the video, you also know that there are some decorations hanging up behind me on the menu. It says happy birthday. And there is a black balloon over there that says happy birthday over there by the bar where the Don Julio 1942 is sitting. <laughs> you forgot to give yourself a promo. Uh, Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Oh, yeah. You got to like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. But moving on, the reason that these decorations are up is because today is Friday and I celebrated a birthday on Wednesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, the 14th. The 14th. April the 14th. I am in Aries and I celebrated my 39th birthday that is three nine that is one year from being protected under the federal laws from age discrimination and employment but that's okay i still look good look at this mm, black don't cry all right <laughs> so with all that out of the way um i want to take the time to th actually thank christian for putting these decorations up normally during my birthday i always get depressed mainly because i don't know it's been like that for like maybe like the last 10 12 15 years <laughs> um <laughs> but the reason is, is i've been away from my family since i was 19 or 18 um and so birthdays really are not that important anymore and a lot of people really don't really 
celebrate my birthday apparently for whatever reason because they don't like me um and the last time i had like a big birthday celebration was when or someone really like going on about me gifts was when i was married um but obviously i ain't married no more um but anyhow i this year was totally different so i received so much love i received so many gifts like my friends kenny and kwam from north carolina woke me up and said go to the door there's breakfast and coffee because they know i like coffee and i like my coffee black and it was there then they sent me a new decanter set which is over here for those of you looking and we are using the new glasses that they sent which makes this drink taste even better but let me make sure <clears throat> and then my friend Christian over there got me some Dr. Martins now we had this huge debate the other day is that right? No one calls them okay, Dr. Martin. You call them Doc Martin. Mm-hmm. Everyone calls them Dr. Martin. Yeah, Martins. everyone. But the reality is that they're Dr. Martin. It does not say D-O-C. It says D-R-M-A-R-T-E-N-S. Nah. And technically, I was telling them these shoes have been out for God knows how long. And back in the day, no one really wore them. And now people are trying to wear them, make them all hip hop. But anyhow. People aren't trying to wear them. They wear them. They're wearing and them. And they're That's Doc Martens. They're, okay. Anyway. I got my favorite color. One of my favorite colors. I have a black pair, and now I have a what is that? Burgundy or beige? Like a maroon, maroon. burgundy. Anyway, very nice. Um, then what else did I get? The best party of your life. I did a party. Yes, we were on quarantine, so we had a three-person party, and then we had a virtual happy hour with seven of my friends um, and frat brother from um, down in Virginia, Norfolk. Um, Virginia Beach area, and we played games, and then we had drinks, and then we had music, and it was pretty cool to celebrate my 39th birthday in quarantine. Your friends from South Carolina were on it too? I know. I just said that. Oh, you just said Virginia Beach? North Carolina. Or North Carolina. Kenny and Kwan. Um, they were there. Oh, and then two of my other frat brother came on into the house party, so it was a lot of fun. Wouldn't you? Did you agree? Or yeah, no? it was fun. Um, it was di- a different way to celebrate my birthday, so anyhow... Happy birthday to me. Um, I celebrate my birthday all month. So. Yay. Yay me. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this topic. Um, The topic is the insecure effect. So Christian um, had a little commentary earlier uh, when he says that. What what did you say about me starting shows and never finishing them? You have like 20 shows that you start. And I've been there, and you never actually finish them. Ex- and I can name a couple. Name them. Where one was Insecure, mm-hmm. another one was Shameless. We started Shit's Creek. Um, Grace and Frankie. Yeah, I, for- I forgot about that whole... I didn't even... And or- Orange is a New Black. Exactly. Like, they're all good shows. I don't know why you don't end it. The only shows that I've watched... Every episode my of My Six Hundred Pound Life, <laughs> My Six Hundred Pound Life, and Forensic Files. So those two shows, I am always going to be on top of. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's so much stress, and especially since I'm no longer connected to like a carrier or. They're all on Netflix. There's no excuse. I know, but you know the thing is, is now that I'm a, a since I've been a cable or a cable quarter cutter cable cutter right television cable mm-hmm. cutter I, you know i have all these apps and i have access to these apps but it's not the same because they're not in one location um mm-hmm. where where i just 
I guess what? what you Netflix say? is all in one. All those shows that I've just mentioned are all on Netflix, except for Insecure. But it's it's a commitment to like. St- I work a lot, and then I have a lot of habits. I like to read, and so I like to cut off my time doing stuff that like I really want to do. And just sitting in front of a TV is like annoying. You read while watching Forensic Files or My Six Hundred Pound Life. Because I've seen when not my Six Hundred Pound Life. If they're new, I'm gonna watch them. My Forensic Files. I've seen every episode. Like we were mm, just watching a new show today. What was it called? Deep State. Deep State. And you were reading on and off. Because I'm a master uh, multitasker. So that excuse, no, no. Anyhow, so the reason that we got here is that because we've been on quarantine and I actually been off all week because of my birthday. <clears throat> actually, I might extend it to the end of the month. Um, I um, binge watched. So I watched Insecure the first season when it first came out. And then... Season four came out, and I wanted to watch it. Right, he was, I was like, it. I was like, what season four? I just finished season one like last year, um, but apparently season two, three came out, and season four started on Sunday. Um, and so I binge watched season two, season three, and the last episode of the first episode of season four, um, and it just triggered so many things. Like, and there was a particular point where there was something going on on the show. We'll talk about that while we got to this topic um, about Issa Rae cheating um, that kind of got us to this particular aspect. So before we do that, I'm going to make Christian a drink. And while I make your drink, you are going to give people like the, everyone should watch, should have seen the show, right? But let's just assume for sake of argument, there are some folks out there who have not seen the show. So if you can give them like the Cliff Notes perspective of what insecure is about um so basically it's revolves around like relationships and work and friendships those are the main three things and it's just a lot of crazy things that crazy things that happen um but they're like all millennial type individuals right yeah they're all african-american primarily right yeah um well Issa Rae is the one to direct like right. co-directors yeah so. so you should tell them like Issa Rae she's like the executive producer the creator you know that type of thing i'm because i'm making you a drink thank you <laughs> wow putting me on the spot like that um then why do you watch it because i like season one i like okay, the whole wh- aspect of Lawrence and Issa's relationship and how it all went to shit and then her how her work life was because I could kind of relate to it she was unhappy she felt like she wasn't really heard and um, then just like her friendships with the other friends they were all like crazy but again then again they were all professionals and they had, at least some of them had their shit together. Even though, like, they had their small little things that were going on in their lives. Like, with, with within, like, relationships or work or... But primarily, everyone's relationship is to the shit. Basically. And in some regard. And that's what I like, because it was all different. Like, Issa was just 
a mess. And then I forgot her other friend. Uh, Which one? The lawyer? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can Google it real quick. You, I feel like we should know their names. I don't but know yeah, her name. She had her shit together when it came to work. She had her, she was a professional. She, again, she was a lawyer. Um, she had a nice ass condo. But when it came to like love, she was just a mess because she was very picky she had standards she had a whole like timeline molly yeah yeah and um it's just really interesting yeah so and and for those of you out there i'm sure if you are seeing it we're doing a horrible job of explaining if if if, um isa ray was listening to this she'd be like these motherfuckers fucking up my show but anyhow it's like millennial type individuals in the urban city of in the la area right yeah they all have different aspects of their jobs. There's a there is a lawyer. Issa, Issa, Issa Rae is doing like this non-profit. non-profit community outreach in the school system, right? Trying to help folks um, who are underprivileged. Uh, the at least that's the presumption mm-hmm. I get. They're underprivileged and just trying to get them a leg up, right? So they're out there into the schools doing um, outreach, doing um, extracurricular extracurricular activities. Um, we got y'all. Uh, yeah, it's called We Got Y'all, right? But the the weird thing about it is that almost in, inevitably, every school that they go into is heavily populated by minorities, African-Americans, Hispanics, and the staff is primarily white. And in actuality, the only person who is of color is Issa Rae. Yeah. So it's like that dichotomy of you calling this program We Got Y'all, Right where there's only one representative of the minority um, sector <laughs> who's actually employed and going out there. Um, and then she is engaged or not engaged. She has a relationship, long-term relationship with Lawrence, right? Um, and Lawrence is, I don't know what the fuck his job is or what he does at, He's from uh, first season. like an app developer, like IT. Right. A software developer, whatever you yeah. call that. Yeah, and they kind of lived in this apartment together, right, mm-hmm. in, in, in L.A. So The, the dunes. The dunes, yes. Um, and so ultimately what happens is is that they've been together for five years. I don't know how long they've been living together. Um, and Lawrence was in the process of trying to find himself, not find himself like personally or professionally, but really trying to put his, his, his eggs into developing this app, right, called Woot Woot. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't even know what we're supposed to do. Do you remember what the app was supposed to do? I don't remember. I think it was like I don't remember. Okay, yeah. So for those of you out there listening and not looking, there is a bubbling sound, um, and I am smoking hookah in the cafe today. So that's what you hear in the background. But um, there was a period of time where he was essentially unemployed. But he it, it was uh, <laughs> it was two years. He, he, a long period. He, all right. And so while we were watching, I don't even know what season it was. It was two or three. It was going from season one to season two. And season two is where all the shit went down. Right. But when we were watching it. It was season two. It was season two. And you made that comment. Yeah. Okay. It was like the first episode. Yeah. So in, in season one, towards the end of season one, um, Issa Rae goes to visit a old friend i i think they had mutual attraction for years but they just never did anything with each other who happens to be a um in the music into music trying to get into the field of 
been a uh, producer, right? I think that it was more that she was contemplating on leaving Lauren season one. And then season two, that's when she was like, fuck it, like I'm gonna do it. But she never ended up doing it. And that's when she met or she reconnected with the other guy. I forgot his name. Nathan. Right? Nathan? Sure. Was it? Yeah, that's his name, isn't it? Nathan? Okay, yeah, with him. No, Nathan is the one for season four. That's the other one. Oh, like the... left and disappeared. Okay, we're... Keep going. Go ahead. But yeah, he um, they saw each other at a club or something. Mm-hmm. And then they started talking, and they were always like... These Daniel. Little sparks. Daniel King. Daniel, there you Daniel go. King. Okay, and then... Um, they always had like some sort of like flirtatious thing going on. The energy, right? Yeah. It was like calling them. And then long story short, she basically had sex in the Daniel. In the in the um studio. Cause he was putting down beats. Even though he ain't an artist for real. He ain't signed nobody. He was just making beats. And um <laughs> she had sex with him and then Lawrence found out this was in season one. I forgot how he found out because I left the show. No, it was season two. He, Lawrence found out in season one. No, he found out season two. So I watched season two. Yes, you watched season. That's where we started from. No, that's wrong. Season. I remember watching season one by myself. At the end, he was like, who the fuck is, is Daniel? Remember on the couch? Oh, I thought that was season one. Like season or season two, episode one. It doesn't matter which season it was, okay, but, but at yeah, some yeah, point yeah, he yeah, finds yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and long story short, he leaves her. Yep. Right? And so throughout the season, there's this like these two are constantly going back and forth of trying to figure out should I stay, should I go? Do I want to be done with you completely? Um, and so they see each other a lot and they're always like, there's this energy with them. So it's like, it's undeniable. It's an energy with them. And they're always trying to like figure out, can we be friends? Can we not be friends? I hate you. I fucking love you. I fucking despise you. I hope you dead. I hope you're not dead, but I hope you hurt type of thing. Right. Um, and so when we were watching it, Christian made a comment. Oh, no, because I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of these two relationships. Like, either they fucking be done with each other completely. And I think I said that Lawrence just needs to say, fuck Issa Rae and and going about his business. And then you said, I wrote this down. You said, let me make sure this is right. He was a loser. He had no job. And it was okay for her to cheat. So I did not say it was okay. One, cheating is not okay. She went about it all wrong. I would have just broken up with him. He didn't have his shit together. It's been two years. She, He was just on the couch all day doing nothing while she was out at work. It, To me, it just makes no sense being with a bum person. But, but he wasn't a... I mean, why do you call him a bum? He wasn't actually... You see it throughout the show, too. He wasn't actually going out there and putting himself out there and, like, trying. But like, there's, there's but other shit you could do while you're waiting for like a go to Walmart. opportunity. Work at Walmart. You're making some sort of income. But but there's a fear. Like, okay, think about it. Okay, if you are developing, you're putting your heart in the soul. Like, let's just take this for example. I love... This isn't... This podcast is 
truly a hobby, but it's something I really love doing. I like talking. I feel like the conversations are great. I feel like the messaging is great. It, some people may not like it. Some people may. Some people may just don't like me, and so they don't want to support. And that's fucking fine. I don't fucking care. But at the end of the day, is what I like doing. But you've seen me. Like I put time, energy, effort into trying to develop at least conceptually what we're going to talk about, how it's going to flow, blah, blah, blah. I don't just like just go out there. Right? But he already had that all figured out. I know, but it's his baby. And so it's like, okay, you introduce something to the world. You don't want people to like, it's, everyone isn't going to like it, right? That's the reality. And the way that we, we're so, the, the way the society is right now, we're so short-minded in the sense of our attention span is, is so short. If a person don't look a certain way or they're not giving me like this hip hop or they're not speaking to like everything that i need then you're just going to push it aside no matter what the messaging is but you see even when his when he got his job and presented his app idea they still didn't like it but he had a job he had income he like what was holding why did he quit Oh, you talking about quit. this? You talking about this season? The last couple of seasons. The last—it's like season when he got his job. Okay, but I guess what I was said when we were looking at it is that I don't know why he is even contemplating anything with this chick because she fucking cheated on him at the end of the day. And, five and years you, is a long time. Yeah, five years is a long time, but five years also is a time for her to realize she decided to she supported what he was doing like i guess it bothers me like you can't you can't get into something understanding what you're getting into and then expect thinking in your head that a person is going to do x y and z in a certain amount of time if you don't have those conversations she wasn't having those conversations with him in season one it was all these conversations with molly or her other friends but it wasn't with lawrence so lawrence didn't really take i feel like they did talk about what i we didn't rewatch season one but i feel i feel like i remember them like actually talking about it and him saying his ideas this and that it was just more of a matter of fact that he didn't really try and go out there or he tried a couple times and it didn't work out and then he would just like fall back down okay but it took but why did why couldn't she just leave Again, why why go and cheat? I don't know. I feel like the whole cheating thing was more of like, it wasn't, it sounds like it was planned because she mentioned it, mm-hmm. but I feel like it also just happened. Okay. So let's, let's take that. So let's start with the former and then work to the latter. Okay. It was planned. Okay. Semi-planned. If it was planned. I just think that's shitty. That makes her a horrible person. Like, you're planning to cheat instead of just saying, Lawrence, look, I've been supporting you, boo, with this whoop whoop for a while. This shit ain't popping off. You've been on this couch. Look, I'm going to give you eight months or I'm going to give you five months. or I'm going to give you three months to get your shit together. And if you can't sell this product, I'm still going to support the app and the process of doing the app. But in the interim... You need to get a job. And I don't care how much money you bring to the table. I don't care if it's a part-time job. I don't care if it's at the local gas station. Just get a job so you can help me pay rent, right? Because they didn't own the house. It's like a little one-bedroom apartment and not that great of a neighborhood. So it's not like it's 
uberly expensive, right? But she also is working in a nonprofit. And we know nonprofits sometimes don't pay great. But the work they do is great. So I'm not shitting no nonprofit. So let me make that perfectly clear. But she didn't have that conversation, which bothers me. And so you go out and have these conversations with your friends and then you go meet someone, whatever. I don't care if you just happen to go out and, and see your, your friend out there, blah, blah, blah. And then you go and fuck them in the studio. Like, to me, that's just, it's like you, you're planning to go cheat to do what? I mean, I guess I could see it. I've never been in, I've never been in that place. I mean, I've been in a situation where I planned to cheat and I, I did it. Okay, Let's, because so you, you, you because so you, you relate to Issa in some way. I don't because the difference between Issa and I is that I didn't cheat because I was trying to like um, get a situation, get from under a situation, didn't have the balls to say X, Y, and Z. I cheated because the person I would at the time, I'm not going to tell you who it was, but kept accusing me of having these different relationships with these different women, and I wasn't. I was popular, yes, okay. But I was popular because I had to do certain things. And I kept getting accused. And I was fucking good. And I kept getting accused of this, this, that, and the third. And I basically told the person, look, if you keep fucking accusing me of doing it, I'm just going to go and do it to satisfy this thirst, obviously, that you have of me cheating. What now, kind of mentality is that, though? Like, like, what do you think cheating was going to do for you? Make the other person happy? I was going to it, I'm not saying I'm justified. I'm not saying it was the smartest thing to do. But the difference is, is that I told the person before doing it. Because I kept getting accused of doing something I wasn't. When I was very open with the fact that I wasn't cheating. And I was very sincere with it. Like, it, you can't keep stressing someone out about cheating 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 especially when you don't have evidence of it or there's nothing really like go you don't have any kind of suspicions about it other than you just think this person is out here doing something because they're not at the house yeah and go the, ahead at this point i feel the same way about you and isa which, which is, is you should have just done something about it instead of actually going and doing it and then being a horrible person Okay, okay. So let's let's table that horrible person pin. Boom, horrible person because I planned it. I said I was going to do it, and I did it. At least that's the action plan, right? There's an itemized list. I told you my checklist. You keep accusing me. I'm going to go and do it. Kept on accusing me. I did it. So obviously, I I satisfied that thrust in my head. Let's take the opposite then. The opposite is okay. It wasn't planned. It just happened. So. What's your position on that? Towards well, is there a difference in the level of cheating in your head between though that kind that no, is planned and no. that that just happened? No, cheating is cheating. Period. Okay, so if you were Lawrence and you were cheated on, whether it was planned or not, what would be your reaction to it? I would leave the person. Yes, I probably would have done the same thing that happened to both of them where they were both bickering, this and that. They were confused. And I don't know, maybe if... I don't want to say I'd take the person back, but friends, maybe. Mm -hmm. But do you think there's a lesser blow 
to the person who's been cheated on uh, that this was planned versus I was in a weak moment or I was drunk and it just happened. How would they know that? If the person is telling you that, like, would you, I feel like most people would be like, did you, when you cheat, did you tell the person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She only did. Mm-hmm. Like right after? Mm, yeah, maybe a couple of times after. A horrible person. I admit it. I was young. I was stupid. That's not an excuse. But I was very clear. I guess for me, I... Being clear is being clear after the first time you do it. Okay. I got it. Okay. But I was clear. No, you weren't. Okay, that's you, your opinion. Mm. This 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 ain't a this ain't a shit on shit on Deontay moment or Sean moment. Okay, kinda is now. All right, that's fine. My question to you though, as the receiver of being cheated on, I know that sounds weird and odd. Do you feel like you would you would be less blown by the fact that it was planned versus this was some shit that just happened? I mean, I've been cheated on before. And how how, how did that happen? Was I, it planned? Was it just? Spare the moment or I what? found out like after we broke up. And did they say it was planned? It was spare the moment? Or? I mean, the breakup was like mutual. Mm-hmm. But then I put two and two together and it was literally like two days after we broke up, saw them together and I was like, hmm. I didn't really care though because it was like, we were young. I personally never cheated. So I, I even asked the person, I was like, were you talking to that person while we were together? And they said, yeah. And I was like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> we're, we were still cool after that, though. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I didn't, I wasn't Like cool, like hanging out? Or? Yeah, we still hung out, like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little more than friends. But, yeah, still had relations, right? But like, it was just friends. Like, I knew I didn't like that person. Okay. The way that I may have liked. I don't even think I liked them like them like that okay, while we were together. But you still didn't answer my question. What? Do you think there's a difference in whether it was planned versus it just happened? Or to you, cheating is cheating no matter how it happened. Mm-mm, cheating is cheating no matter how it happened. I don't care if it's planned. I don't care if like in your whatever in your case how it how that happened. Mm-hmm. Or in Issa's case, cheating is cheating. I I guess for me, I think I would probably be more blown or more pissed that it was planned because I'm like, and, and let me, let me clarify that because I know I'm, I'm, um, look at this. You see this video people on the video. You see him over here on this, this watch, just disrespectful. And I'm paying him for this. Okay. No, he's not. All right. He, so <laughs> he owes me for the past two podcasts, just so you guys know. Uh, I owe you. Okay. I'll pay you with alcohol. Listen. Okay. I bought this alcohol, just so everyone knows. <laughs> not that one. I bought the Jack. Did you? Yes. Well, finally. What the fuck? Anyway. Oh. I, um, Moving on. I think, let me just clarify when I say planned. If it was a situation where it's like, you actively going behind the person's back, setting up situations to cheat with the with the intentions of it being hidden, right? I think I would be more pissed about that versus it just happened. Now, I still would be like, fuck you, right, at the end of the day. 
but I think my level of passivity, if that's a word, would be higher on the fact that, bitch, you, we've been together and you've been planning this shit behind my back. Like, how long does this happen? Has this happen, been like for years? Has it been a month? What the fuck is going on? Like, what did I do? Type of thing. And so, I don't know. I, I guess I would just, I would be more upset if it was planned versus it just happened. Now, I would tell you that I think any excuse of, oh, I was drunk. And it was the alcohol and some bullshit because I've been in the, my last relationship was that uh, I was just drunk and I did X, Y, and Z. No, fuck that. That That is bullshit to me. Like at that point, even though I went back and forth with the person, at that point, I've always had in, in my head that that person was a cheating ass bitch. But why stay? Because it was convenient. It, 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 it was to me because it was a concept of I don't want to have to try to do this whole dating thing again, getting to know another person again. It's time consuming. It's stressful. And I mean, I don't have time for it. Like at the end of the day, like I have a, a, a job. Everyone else have jobs. Yes. Granted, I work a lot. I just don't have time. Like, and it was just, okay, I know this person. I know this person's flaws. I know when the person's lying. I know how to catch the person that lies. I know how to get access to what I need to get access to. It's just easier. <laughs> I know that's stupid, but in my head, it was just something that I so could do. So if someone were to go through your things, how would you feel? I wouldn't care, honestly. Because at the end of the day, here's the thing. Okay, good to know. You, you, you do it, fine. Like, go through it. What if you were to go through someone's things and you told them that you didn't go through it, but yet you did, and then you bring it up? I mean, I I think that's it depends. Like if you like if you given, I'm this type of person. Okay, I'm going to give you ample opportunity to tell me what you need to tell me. I'm going to throw it out there in so many ways to give you the opportunity to tell me. I am a person, I would be able to receive it, understand it, maybe be okay with it, with the person talking to me about it versus continue and perpetuating a lie or perpetuating uh, uh, something that isn't accurate. But if That bothers me. So if it's bothering you, why just not be upfront about it? Why wait for the other person? What if the other person is just like, not thinking about it or it just doesn't come up in their mind their head well if i i think i'm very clear i think i've i ask questions in such a way that people would be able to to understand where i'm going true i do it with my son like i already know the answer i just want you to tell me the answer like i do my due diligence i do my research (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm like, just tell me because I can receive that better versus like going behind my back and doing it or trying to pretend like now some people may feel like, OK, well, that was in my past or I don't want someone to know something about my past that I I'm not comfortable with. That's the conversation you should have. I think if you're in a relationship, that's just my perspective. Like, you know, what I mean, yeah. All right. Now. That was a deep conversation. That was. So let's move on and continue with this. So, all right. 
let me ask you this. Would you still have the same perspective of he's a bum, he ain't doing shit for two years, if Issa Rae was actually doing what Lawrence was doing and Lawrence was out there making the money? Oh, for sure. But as a... I don't want to put myself out there, but as a gay male, I'm like, straight men see it differently. I feel like straight men would be like, oh, like, she's like a housewife as like old school as that sounds. Because there's still people like that. Mm-hmm. So she, it's like, oh, it's like, I felt like as long as he's giving her that good, you know, then he would have been good. If he was the one making the money and had a different, are you talking about like him working at the right. nonprofit too? Mm. Yeah. So why that? Mm. Go ahead, say it. Because it's obviously not like I don't know if it's good money or not. See that that is the that is the problem. It don't have nothing to do with sexuality. It has to do with mentality. That is the problem because the thing is is that it's okay for her as a female, right? Because the expectation and here's. Here's where Molly comes in. We'll talk about this in another episode. It's so many issues in insecure that triggers so many different perspectives. But this is a this is a point that is prevalent in the in the series. That as a female, there's an expectation, right, that you have to be taken care of. Or as the male, there are certain things that you need to be able to do. And part of that is that you need to make a certain amount of money. Like to me, that's bullshit. Like, if you're in love with someone, you're in love with that person. It doesn't matter how much money they make. It doesn't matter what they do. If you're in love with that person, you're in love with that person. And you all can grow. There's nothing wrong with expecting something from your partner or your husband, your wife. But certainly, that expectation needs to be both ways. And so, that's bullshit that you just said. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is on bullshit. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, no, that was stupid. That, 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 that's bullshit, right? It's like, I, I don't know how much money. What the fuck does it matter how much money you make? They living together, they got food, they're not on the street. Like, what does it matter? The lights are still on, the telephone works, they're still able to watch TV, he was able to play PlayStation. Obviously, they had internet. Well, now that you bring it up like that, I feel like if it's, if we're talking about like them in the show, yes, I but, feel like it might have been the same way. In the show. Okay, take it out of the show. Your friend. Let's just say it was your friend's situation. Let's say your friend, who happened to be a female, was taking care of her boyfriend. Oh, fuck no. And why is that a problem? Because I'm not going to let my friends go through that. Would you let your friends be taken care of by their man? I know my friends and I don't have That's any That's not my question. Friends. That's not my um, question. I mean, I would definitely... I can't meddle in their relationship like that, but I will let my friend know you need to do something with your life. What if this doesn't work out? And you don't want to be left in the corner because he got the money. Exactly. It's not that you're not saying Unless to your you're fr- married and you get half of it, no prenup, mm, go for it. See, that's <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. That is so bullshit. So anyway, those are like double standards. And I think that's prevalent in relationships, period. There's always an expectation that as the man, that you are the provider. And I just, uh, <sighs> it, it, it really bothers me. It throws me for a loop, especially like we're in a day and age, right? Where I'm just going to take it out of, out of 
insecure for a moment because again, this triggers so many different things. But it's like women, a lot of women want equality. Equal pay, equal work, right? That's all about pay equity. Pay me for what I'm worth, even though I'm a female, pay me what I'm worth, right? And so it, it, it gets to a dichotomy where I it really bothers me, and I have friends like this, where it's like, yeah, pay me, but when I'm in a relationship, oh, now you need to make more money than me, or you need to take care of me. That's bullshit. Like, no, that's not how it works. Like, you need to bring your own shit to the table. Like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, don't worry about me being the man that I have to bring X, Y, and Z, because I can handle my fucking own. Like, I can pay my own fucking bullshit. Now, that's not to say that I won't treat you, but let me treat you. Don't bring me a fucking demand, because this ain't a fucking court case where you bringing me a demand letter. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you just... you. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, it's fucking annoying. Okay. I'm sure you've seen a lot of situations or heard of situations where folks get into relationships, and I'm just going to be sexist for a moment because primarily the way storylines on TV and all that is, and quite frankly, in a lot of people's lives, is that a woman gets with a man who ain't shit to other people, right? And the perspective is, is that that girl gets into the relationship. She knows that the dude ain't shit, right? And they've been together five, six years. She's riding hard for the boy, doing what she needs to do. And five, six years down the line, he's still in the same position. Yeah. Do you tell her to leave him? Or like what, what would be your advice to that person? And I, I I understand this is truly a hypothetical situation. Yeah, I mean, if with what you just brought up, if like the guy ain't shit, this and that, I would definitely tell the person to leave them if they're not bringing anything like to the table other than like, I don't know. But in another scenario where they're like, yeah, one person makes more than the other, but they're like still both good. It's really just on how everything is. I just think, if you get into a situation knowing what you're getting into, you can't have an expectation without having a full-fledged conversation setting limits on what your expectations of that relationship is. Like, I think people get into relationships with the expectations in their own head. Okay, he's going to get better or she's going to get better or she's going to do better or he's going to do better. But they never really have that conversation with each other. Yeah. Right. And so then there's resentment with the person who's out there making more money or going to work. Or let's just say the let's just say you're in a situation where you are working full time. You're going out and you're working 40 hours a week or maybe some more doing overtime. And the other person, well, they just can't find the job or they're not happy. Right. Or they don't want to get into a job that's going to belittle them. Right. Let's just say I have a, a college degree, a four year college degree, but I can't find the job in my field. Let's say I got a uh a four-year degree in IT and I can't find an IT job, I'm not going to go and work at Target. I'm not going to go work at Walmart because that's going to belittle me, right? In that situation, if you are in that situation where you are out there doing a job and you're with someone who obviously have the skill set but just can't find the market in that skill set, but they don't want to feel like they belittle themselves by going to Walmart or working at the gas station or going to Target, like what? What do you think? How would you react to that? You think? I know this is hypothetical. 
I would see how the person is like handling the way they're going by it, like trying to find a job, this and that. I would definitely want to help my significant significant other. Um, but if they're not really, if it doesn't look like they're like trying, then what, what does look like trying mean? What does that look like, like to you? Like applying for jobs, going on interviews. Like even if you go on an interview and you're like, yeah, no, that's not it. At least you went, you tried. On to the next one. It's all on how you go about it. I just feel like I think that's easy to say, right? You be it's about you applying. Okay, I can apply to thirty thousand jobs, but if I know the market isn't there, or I know I'm in an area where I'm not going to get what I'm what I ultimately think I should have. I'm not going to get a job. And if I'm not going to get a job, then I need to think about my next steps. So for me, I just feel like. But it's like if you can go somewhere else and get a job where you make what you're worth and you're happy with it, why not do that? But what if that uproots the relationship? And In other words, what if that is in a different city, different state? Then that's a conversation for them to have. Because let's say they get offered a great job, great benefits, great everything, and it's in a different state or city, like, wouldn't you want the best for the other person? I, I When agree. they've been trying, like, in the area that you, you, they were in. But then you feel like, it's definitely I wasted hard. my time. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, you have to break up. Like, I'm breaking up. I ain't doing a long distance relationship, but go ahead. It doesn't need to be a long distance relationship. What if the person is like, oh, you know what? I'm ready for like a change. Like, let me get my shit in order too. I will let me look for jobs wherever they're going. And it just works out. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I do think it's a conversation. And I think people get into relationships out of attraction too much physically without thinking outside of physically what you can provide me. Where is this? What can you offer me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so deep. Shit's real. All right. <laughs> that is the episode um, for today. And the menu being the what's the menu the insecure effect can you say it like with some mm? the insecure effect no, that sounds like you like ready to get over it right? <laughs> oh my the, God. Like, like, the insecure effect like you know like is this an ASMR I copy the insecure effect everyone All right. So anyhow, I appreciate you taking the time listening. You can subscribe on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Tune in and somewhere else. And wherever you listen to podcasts, the podcast directory, you can also go on the website, peepsqueak.com. Listen to all the episodes free on the website. Um, and you can watch the video of us sitting at the cafe having drinks. And today I'm drinking hookah. I'm not drinking hookah, smoking hookah. 
Um, you can view that on YouTube. Um, the music, the theme music for the podcast, created by my brother, Chris Trick, out of Detroit, Michigan, 313 for Blazing Heat Music. Um, and remember, until next time, you can continue to drink, listen, and converse. Finally, got that shit together. I want to thank Christian. You want to say goodbye to the people, Christian? Bye. Let's do that again. You want to say goodbye to the people, Christian? Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> All right. Until next time, remember to continue to drink, listen, converse, and peace and love.